Welcome back to Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. It is Teachable Tuesday, so let's get down to business. Today I wanted to kind of take a different direction here, and I wanted to speak mainly to business owners or those of y'all that are just starting up your businesses, um, maybe trying to drum up more business, um, whatever level or area that you are in in building that business. Um, I wanted to speak specifically about networking. Networking can be a very powerful tool, but it is often used the wrong way. And so um, we're just going to go over a couple of pros and cons here. Um, There are great, amazing things about it, but there are some also some other things that you know, can kind of leave a bad taste in your mouth. I know it has for me. I'll share some of my experiences. But let's go ahead and start with the bad. Um, I want to list these things that I know I have gone through and just want you to think about maybe some of the situations or scenarios that you've encountered and share some of those with me as well, you know, so that we can add more to this uh, networking topic. But the first thing to think about is that, and this is so, so important, is that you you have to provide value um, or networking will become a waste of time. And so that is one of the biggest pet peeves of mine when I do attend networking events is that you walk in and the majority of the people, not all, but the majority of the people that are there are often looking for what you can do for them. Will you possibly become one of their clients? Will you be able to use some type of bartering system? You know, maybe you got something I need and I got something that you need. So let's just go ahead and barter here um, without having to put out any, you know, upfront cost. Um, It can become a really big waste of time. And I believe, and this is my personal belief, but I've also seen it work, is that the more you give, the more you have. And so if you walk into these events with the attitude, the mindset, and the perspective of um, what can I do for you? Let's stop walking into these events saying, what can this person do for me? What am I going to get out of this? But walk in saying, what can I do for someone else? What is it that I offer that is such a great tool or such a great product that can help someone? And when we do that, we enter in with the attitude of how can I give more value to these other business owners in maybe helping them with strategies on how to grow, maybe sharing with them tips on what helped me and my business, um, sharing with them different strategies uh, for employee retention you know, things and, and ask them, what is it that your business is struggling with? Are there any pain points that maybe I can help out with? Because I may have experiences that that you're going through, that I've been through, that you're going through now, that um, may help you to kind of navigate through that thing. Instead of immediately thinking um, with the, the, the mindset of, this is my product and I think you need it. So uh, let's go ahead and do business and you can write me a check right now. That is the wrong attitude to walk into networking. Networking is about making connections um, where you can help each other be better at what it is that you do. Um, we have to get away from being afraid of giving. Give it, Sometimes we feel like people are going to take what is ours and use it in the wrong way. And guess what? If they do, then that's on them. If you give something precious and they take it, 
and they try to use it in the wrong way, um, I believe they, they're still going to fail. Because if they took it with the intent of stealing it from you, they won't be able to present or provide that product or that thing the same way that you did. You are the only one who knows how to do that thing that you have created and built. They can try their hardest, but it is your baby and you know how to push it out there in the way that it needs to be to be given. So um, that is, and I know I talked a lot on it, but that is one of my biggest pet peeves is walking and immediately seeing that people are there for selfish reasons and wanting to just see what they can get out of it and not coming in with a heart of wanting to give as equally. The next one here that we're going to talk about is that it you have to remember that this is not just something that's going to happen, come and go. This is a long-term thing. Um, so as you're networking with people, you're not you may not experience immediate results. You may not see immediate uh, growth or uh, things that are coming out of that connection. But that's what it's all about, right? It's about relationship. You are building a relationship. You don't just start going out with someone one day and expect them to do everything that you're asking of them or for you to know everything about them. That is a relationship. You know, when we have best friends and people that we're getting to know, they are not our best friend overnight. Well, I guess some people <laughs> kind of go that direction, but but it's not wise. You have to get to know that person. You have to learn about them and you have to want to know about them and not just expect something from them all the time. And so we can't expect these things to happen overnight, instantly. But we have to understand that these networking events are a long-term thing. You are making an initial connection so that you can continue to, to grow that relationship uh, friendship, business partnership, whatever it is, so that you can grow, water and grow that thing. You have to put into it. And so um, let's remember that we're not just going to walk in and, and meet a best friend and, a, and the most perfect business partner and um, our biggest client and be set for life. It's something you have to work at. This Now, this next one is kind of um, give or take. You choose whether you want to partake in this, but Network meetings can sometimes be expensive. Now, I'm talking about if you have a network group that you love to attend, and it may not seem expensive at first because you're like, well, I'm going to go to that meeting once a month, and they are meeting at such and such restaurant, and it's $20. So initially, what is happening here is they have made a connection or a relationship with that restaurant that you're at. The restaurant is getting paid for the food that they're serving, while the networking group, if they are structured this way, might be pocketing a little bit of that into their account so that they can continue to do these events. They have kind of like a backup there um, from the funds that they're receiving, which is okay. But now if you are attending four different networking groups or five for that month, and they are all $20 for whatever meal it is that you're going to be eating during the time that you're networking, you are now up to $80, $100 a month. That's what I mean when I say it can get expensive. And so that leaves you in a position where you're going, well, I really only planned on spending maybe $40, um, or maybe I didn't plan on spending any, but now you have to try to decide which one of those networking events is going to benefit you the most as far as 
the capacity, how many people are going to be attending, how many more new connections you can make. Maybe you can choose to go to an event that you haven't been to because you've already met all the people at the other events. Um, it's really just trying to figure out where you want to go, on what date, at what time, and how much you want to spend. It's not really that big of a deal because, like I said, you can kind of navigate around that one, you know, according to your budget or uh, what you've allotted for your business um, outings and, and such. But it's still one of those um, cons, you know, for a lot of startup businesses. If you're new and you're trying to build your business and you want to put that money towards something else, sometimes we just kind of leave the networking on the back burner because we would rather put our startup funds towards, you know, marketing or web design or things that we know are a priority more than this networking group. Now, the next one is another pet peeve of mine, um, and this is personal, but networking, most people don't know how to do it. And that's not to say that you don't know how to talk to people, but I think we forget the purpose in the event. Networking specifically for business, because there are other different types of networking. But when, when you are attending an event that is for business, it is business related, it's so you can talk about your business, what you do, some of the things that have helped you, tips and tricks of the trade, um, things that you know have hurt you, things that have benefited you, just to kind of help um, brainstorm with other business owners and really add that value. I honestly don't want to hear your political beliefs. I don't want to sit there and hear about, you know, what your auntie, uncle, everybody else may be going through right now. It's There is a time and a place for that. There's that relationship building outside of that networking group after you have met them and have decided to connect with them. But when you're there in the moment, it can be a really huge turnoff, especially if someone doesn't believe the same way that you do, um, religiously or politically. Um, I, I have to bite my tongue a lot of times because I am just really big on we agree to disagree. But at the same time, I came here to learn about your business because I want to see if maybe there's something I can do to help you or if you have a product that I may need. And if you spend the whole time talking about, you know, your auntie, uncle, child, grandpa, and I don't believe in this political leader and all this other stuff, um, you've wasted time when you could have been sharing with me the thing that's going to help your business grow. And so I hope that makes sense. It's, it's a huge turnoff. I usually walk away from that type of um, conversation just to keep it peaceful. Um, I may go and find somebody else to talk to, just mingle around. But um, I've seen this on Zoom meetings. I've seen it. You know, it doesn't matter what kind of networking you're at, in person or online. It's it's not the time. There is a place for that, and and we can get to know you later if we choose to meet up and and really you know dig in deeper to each other's um, business and personal life is the easiest way I can say it. All right, this next one is. Um, Networking changes over time, and you have to keep up with it. Um, in order to successfully network, there are moments where you may have a lot of um, in-person events 
These are wonderful. I love face-to-face. -face. I like being able to shake your hand. I like being able to, um, you know, switch out business cards and, and really talk to a real person. And then there's a lot of online Zoom meetings. I don't care for these too much, but I still go because there's still value in them. But I'm just that person. I want to be there in front of you. Now, I know it was really hard for a lot of people during, uh, you know, the previous pandemic. Um, and everything is getting better now. But everything was Zoom. And it's so impersonal to me. That's just my personal opinion. But the power of being right before someone and letting them actually see you is um, a greater thing, in my opinion. We we see so much on, and I have to, I'm going to laugh about this just a little bit, but <laughs> have you ever met somebody and you've seen their profile picture online or you've seen their professional picture on their social media, you know, LinkedIn or um I can't say Instagram because that's more casual, but LinkedIn or their website or anything like that and or even their business site and you meet them and you go, whoa, I didn't even recognize you. I didn't honestly like you look nothing like your picture. And a lot of times that's because somebody just hasn't switched out their picture in years. Um, and then some people, it's just they like the way they look in that picture Time has changed that person, you know, new haircut, um, they have glasses now, the appearance is so different and you're going, I feel like I'm meeting a completely, totally different person. And I'm glad I met them, but it took me a moment because they looked nothing like they did online. And I think that goes back to the whole social media thing. You know, we hear about social media kind of being, um, you know, people call Facebook, fake book. Um, and a lot of times it's because we may feel like we're not seeing the real person. Now, if I know the real person and they're a good friend of mine and I see their post, that is real to me because I know them. But in other instances where we're unfamiliar with people, it doesn't feel real. And oftentimes we find out that some of it isn't real. And so it can be a little deceptive, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, um, networking definitely changes over time and to be able to have that in person back again is is a great thing but you can also utilize all of the other ways to network as well there are um, Facebook groups there's uh, Instagram um, LinkedIn is wonderful I'm still learning that platform a little bit and growing on there but the uh, especially the Facebook groups. Now you have to be very careful networking in the Facebook groups because they have a lot of rules, a lot of strict rules and regulations. You know, you can't post this. Um, you can only promote your business on certain days under a certain post. All of that is great, but you have to understand it or you will get kicked out. And the reason why they do that is to protect the people that are in that group so that you're not just getting, you know, spammed consistently and you're not missing important posts because um, people are just constantly posting their business every single day, every day, every day. So um, there are rules that need to be followed, and that's why I say networking changes all the time. Um, we just have to research and, and pay attention to the things. Don't just jump into 20 groups today and 20 groups tomorrow and not have a full understanding of what that group is and what they do. And definitely don't join groups just to join them. Um, really research and know who they are 
and that they align with your industry unless it is just an advertising group and then you're free to advertise whatever you would like. These last three I'm going to go through pretty quickly because they're they're pretty self-explanatory, but networking definitely takes time. That's another con. You have to dedicate that time, even if it's 30 minutes a day, to your social media. 30 minutes to an hour is, is average what people usually put towards it. You schedule out a, a block of that time and you sit down and you do nothing but social media. This is when I do all my posting of my videos or short clips of the podcast. Um, any responses that I'm giving to, you know, people, unless I'm not busy that day, I may respond throughout the day, but it's a scheduled out block so that we don't get overwhelmed. But we, but we also have time to, uh, research. Um, they cannot, they can oftentimes be ineffective. And that goes back to if we're not providing value or other people are not providing value, what did you do? You just went to a mingle, a mix and mingle. You got yourself a meal, um, and that was it. Met a couple of people that you'll probably never see again. So we don't want these to be ineffective for you. And then the last thing is it may lead to a false security. And that one has a lot to do with, again, going back to, well, I thought I was going to be able to find 10 new customers at this or 10 new clients at this event. And that wasn't the main purpose of it. But we have that false security, that mindset going into it, and we walk away disappointed because it wasn't what we expected. Well, that's not what networking is. So now let's talk about some of the um, the pros, some of the great things, and um, well, let's just get to it. Now, one of the ones that I really love is that it helps to build confidence. That's number one. Um, many people don't really know how to start a conversation, um, how to really share what their business is about. Um, I, I've been into, in a lot of classes, a lot of workshops um, in building our business throughout the years. And the main thing that they always start with is, do you have an elevator pitch? Or do you have a small speech that you immediately know you can share with people when they ask you what you do? I struggle with that. I do not like scripted things. Um, I love to just talk because I know when I'm talking, I'm just sharing from my heart. I may have some points that I'm going to go off of, but I just love talking. And I love being spontaneous and in the moment. So, no, I don't have an elevator pitch. Um, but, so to speak, what I do use is... Many times when people will say, so what is it that you do? You know, what, what kind of business do you have or, or what, who do you help? And my response is usually asking them a question back. Well, have you ever been into a grocery store or a clothing store or any other business and you just really got irritated because um, they, didn't, they didn't quite um, greet you as soon as you came in or they didn't tell you, you know, hey, if you needed any help, let me know. Um, or maybe you got a salesperson that had an attitude. You could tell they didn't want to be there. Maybe you dealt with a really difficult manager or, um, someone who just had a, like a massive attitude with you. It was not their fault. It was all your fault. The customer is not always right. Um, customer service was just failing that day. And they'll usually go, Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. And, and they might even bring up other, you know, instances that they've had to go through. 
And my response is always, well, I'm that person that tries to figure out where the disconnect is. Or I'm the person that will come in and, and try to evaluate and see, you know, what it is that's going on with the employees and the management. Um, you know, what's missing between the two, that missing link, and try to help them to uh, come together to a solution of how to do their job better, how to provide better customer service, um, how to treat the customer, how to get through difficult situations, because even though we may feel the customer's not always right, they're still the customer, and so we we need to know how to navigate through that peacefully um, so that both ends are happy and we've done our job and we have served someone. And I'll end with, well, that's my job, and I love it. I love being able to really talk to people and encourage them and retrain them in what their job description is, but using utilizing who they know they are, their personality, their gifts, their talents, their abilities, their leadership skills. How can we take all that and help you to do your job better? That's who I am. That's what I do. Sometimes I might get a, oh my goodness, there's a position for that. <laughs> and I'll say, well, yeah. So if you see something that is struggling, if you see a pain point in a business or you see, you can create anything that you feel is going to help someone else. That's my job. That is my business. And I love helping people do that. Now, this approach really helps me with my networking um, when I do talk to people because then it oftentimes it brings up and it opens them up to what it is that they do. And they start to speak even more passionately about what they do and some of the things that might be their pain points in their business. And I just stand there in awe thinking, wow, what, what I just shared with them and what I do opened up their eyes and their world to their own business and industry and what it is that they're needing help with. And guess what? I've just fulfilled my job in a networking um, event to be able to say, well, I can help you with that. So in building those, um, building your confidence, it helps you to build those relationships, which, which goes into the next point. It's um, building long-lasting relationships and strengthening the business connections. So when you meet someone, don't let that be the end of all. One of the things that I love to do, I have a stack of business cards on my desk. These are business cards of every single person that I meet. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you provide. I want your card. Because the first thing I do in that following week, once I come home from that event, is I will look at their card to see what social media accounts they have. I go to their social media accounts and I follow them. Or I might request them as a friend. Um, I go immediately to their website to see how their website looks. Um, it, maybe they may need some help in that area. Maybe I can give them some resources or references of people or websites that I know of that can help them. And the other thing that I do is I immediately find them on LinkedIn if they have a LinkedIn. And as soon as I find out if they have a LinkedIn, I send them a message because I want them to remember me as well. And so if I take the time to send a quick, you know, hey, can we connect um, it was so great meeting you today. I look forward to making more connections with you. Please let me know if there's anything I can ever help you with. Um, but I'm just grateful that we connected. And I send it, and almost every time I get a message back, it was so great meeting you too. Now I have created a connection. I've gone above and beyond. 
and I've taken the time to send a message. How many people are listening right now that you either have a stack of business cards on your desk that you've never even looked at again until you just, you know, figure out that you need something. So you go searching for some type of resource or you just throw them away. I know that was me at one time because I didn't know what to do with them. I thought that every business card that I had, I had to buy something from that person. I had to support them in some way. And I didn't realize that just adding value in in just a connection, first and foremost, making a connection and building a relationship would lead to an opportunity for me to support them at some point in the future, whether it was me needing their services or somebody I knew. And so we can always make those connections and not be afraid that they're going to expect something from us in return. I've had so many people who have a product or a service that I don't necessarily need. But as soon as a friend of mine mentions it or even an acquaintance on social media, immediately I think of that person and I respond quickly with the name and the contact or the number or the social media site where they can reach them so that I can help add value to that business and also help my friend. Now let's talk about resources because you can find very relevant career advice and resources through these networking events. It's not always about um, making a sale or, or obtaining a new client. Um, I went to a networking event that introduced me to um, the SBDC, which is a small business development association. Then that led to me finding about the SBA. Then it led me to finding out about SCORE, um, which is where I have a mentor. I was able to get a mentor. And all of this is at no charge. And then from there, my mentor was able to direct me and lead me to so many other different um maybe businesses that are doing the same thing that we were trying to do. Um, or I was able to, they were able to direct me to other workshops that were no cost, um, where I was able to find other networking opportunities and other classes and courses that would help me to do the things that I needed to do to get our business, you know, up to speed and where it needed to be, um, you know, for the city, the county, there's so many re- resources out there, uh, building your business plan, um, helping you with networking, helping you to build your website. It, there are so many resources and so much um, very important career advice out there. Even just meeting someone who is doing the same thing that you have a passion to do, they are not your competition. The world sees them as, and wants you to see them as your competition. I see it as making a connection as someone that can help me grow as well as giving me an opportunity to offer my service to them. Now, a couple of other ones um, that kind of go hand in hand. They help you. It helps networking events will help you to gain knowledge. Um, There are more job opportunities. And this is again, this isn't just um, clients and sales. This could be a relationship, a connection, a partnership with other businesses um, to really do some great things. Um, You have more uh, or it helps you to advance your career. So move along further. We should always be at a place where we are still growing. We have never arrived. 
growth is a steady everyday thing. So when we, when we come to a point where we think we have arrived, that means we can't receive anything from anybody else. So being able to attend networking events helps to advance in your career because you're learning from those that maybe have been doing it longer than you have. Um, it also helps to enhance your visibility in prof- in the profession or the industry that you're in. Um, perfect example, there's a profit mastery class that um, I recently just went through. And although it has a lot to do with um, knowing how to manage your balance statements and your income statements, your profit, staying on top of your, your product, your inventory, it also shows you how to, teaches you how to check the market analysis for your industry to know where everybody else who is in the same industry or position or job that you are in or that has the same business as you do to know what that average is so that you can consistently have a goal and a target to meet um, to make sure that you stay above that line um, so that you're successful in what it is that you're doing, to be aware of where you are, not just get up and just do it and hope that you make it that day, but to be aware of where you are, set goals. And this last one, um, this is got to be my absolute favorite. Networking is a powerful tool to generate new ideas. Now, I mentioned earlier about us oftentimes not wanting to give too much because we're afraid somebody's going to steal our ideas or we're afraid that someone is going to run off and, and get rich off of what it was that we created or came up with. Um, if it's your baby, it's your baby. I said that already. Only you can implement it the way that you know to implement it. But being a creative person, our whole family, um, we used to do workshops for uh, teachers and educators um, in schools about bringing creativity back into the classroom. There was nothing greater than sitting amongst such creative people. These teachers had so much inside of them, so much they wanted to do. And sometimes we can have it all balled up and we don't quite know how to unravel it. We don't know which point, you know, to tackle first or which idea to tackle first. And so we need a little bit of direction. The creativity is there. <clears throat> But we don't want this huge ball that's just ready to explode. We get overwhelmed and we don't know where to start. Being in a room full of people that have done so many different things within their businesses and their companies is a gold mine. And if you can see it that way when you walk in, as you're able to come in and share all the creative things that you have done and someone else down there go, oh my goodness, yes. Well, this is what I did with mine. It's kind of similar, but I just... You never know the gold, the precious stones, the riches that you get out of all of these brains being together in the same place because we don't all think the same. And if we all thought the same, it would be boring. It would be so boring. Every job would be the same. We would have an assembly line of people doing the same thing over and over and over. No uniqueness, no creativity, none of that. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in that type of business, that type of industry where it's just let's get up and just work today. I want to consistently be growing. So if you can walk into these networking events and see it as just a blank canvas and you're ready to just let people start tossing paint on that canvas 
until you have this beautiful masterpiece. It may look like splatters of paint to somebody else, but that creativity shines through and now you have this canvas that is worth more than money could ever buy you. You have this beautiful thing where everyone has collaborated and has given value back to each individual in that, in that room um, to be able to go back and do something great within their company. I don't know about you, but th it excites me to talk about these things. I really hope that I've encouraged you today, that I've um, opened your eyes to maybe a couple of things that can be really helpful um, when networking, some of the things that they're not exactly negatives, they're not cons, but you have to know how to approach them. And so I don't ever want to see anything as a, a bad thing, but it's how we approach it. And if you know how to go into it, you know, understanding that it is not about us. It's about those that are around us. Why are we running a business in the first place? To serve others, to help others, to provide for them the thing that they need, and to give them that customer service, that love, show them that appreciation, that they trusted us with what it is that we have to provide for them, and we're able to um, go further knowing that we have done the thing that we have been purposed and called to do. So you guys have a wonderful day. Um, share some of your networking tips and ideas, some of your favorite things to do with me, and I will talk to you next week. God bless.